There are a lot of question marks regarding the purple and gold this offseason, and one of the biggest ones, undeniably, is what is the future of Russell Westbrook? Is he going to stay on this Lakers squad, or are we going to be able to trade him? What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, Obviously, a lot of question marks, like I said, regarding the Lakers. Uh, Biggest one being, I think, Russell Westbrook and what his future holds. What do you think, I guess right off the bat, do you think the Lakers are going to do with him? Do you think we're going to trade him? Do you think we're going to keep him? What do you think is the best decision in general? You know, Hannah, this is a very big question, and it's a very uh, complex question. It's really a lot more complicated than people realize. He's going to make $47 million next year. You know, I don't know if that makes him the highest paid player in basketball, but if it doesn't, he's right up there. That's a lot of money for another team to absorb, but there are teams who are probably willing to do it, Hannah. But I'm a little bit in the minority here. I'm not one of those people who feels that the Lakers have to trade Russell Westbrook at all costs. You know, uh, and I'll explain why as this podcast unfolds. But, you know, what's your thought, Hannah? I mean, here's the thing, Dad. I know where you're going to kind of go with this. You're going to say something along the lines of we never really got to see this team at full strength with full health. And if they were healthy, what could they do? Obviously, on paper, a team that features Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and AD looks pretty impressive. But, Dad, my biggest concern is then that just means we have no money left to spend on anyone else. So what do we do? We just have another season where we go pick up a bunch of guys on this this one-year veterans minimum? I mean, that's not in my personal preference. Uh, I don't think that's the best bet for this team. Well, Hannah, um, you know, I'm not saying that uh, that it's the best thing that could happen here. But what I don't want to see happen is the Lakers trading Russell Westbrook and have, having to pay a penalty for doing so. I don't want them giving up more draft picks I don't want them having to absorb another team's bad contracts. You know, it's it's got to be the right move. And again, the worst thing that's going to happen here, look, the Lakers are light years away from winning a title right now. And the Lakers didn't, you know, lose last season because of Russell Westbrook. They lost because of LeBron James and Anthony Davis being injured. Let, let's be honest about it. Everybody's piled on Russell Westbrook. Everybody blames Russell Westbrook, but Russell Westbrook is not the reason the Lakers lost last year. The reason they lost is because LeBron James and Anthony Davis can't stay on the court. Okay, I understand where you're coming from there. I do think that obviously I think the main reason the Lakers season was did not go as planned is because of the injuries. But, Dad, you got to admit, Russ was god-awful for, you know, 99% of the time. I mean, there were times that you were trying to – I was having to grab things out of your hand because you were wanting to throw things at the TV at him. No, I'm not going to say 99% of the time. I'm not going to lie, Hannah. I mean, there were some times that my mouth was, you know, hanging open at some of the stupid stuff he would do, you know, that some of the turnovers that were just killers – some of the crazy wild shots. But the bottom line, Hannah, is there was also a lot of good moments with Russell Westbrook last year. I mean, the guy did average almost 19 points a game. You know, he I think he had eight rebounds, eight assists. He was a very good rebounder, that's, that's for sure. On a team that, you know, routinely got killed on the boards, for a guy who's not very big, he really does hustle in there for rebounds. You know, the point is, though, Hannah, the worst that's going to happen is they keep him for one more year, 
$47 million comes off the books, and the Lakers then have a lot of cap space at this point. At this point, remember, if they trade him, they've got to match salaries with another team, so we're going to be absorbing other people's contracts. And I want to know who who are those players and what are those contracts going to be? It's going to be longer-term contracts. See, that's the appeal to another team. They want Russell Westbrook's expiring contract. They'll absorb him for a year knowing that they're going to have $47 million in cap space the next year. But we're going to have to take guys back who have two- or three-year contracts ahead of them. So we're going to be stuck for two or three years with players. You know, i got to make sure they're good players. All right, well, let's talk about some of those potential trades. I actually, I understand now where you're coming from. I think that's a good point that we have to mention is the fact that, yeah, maybe we don't necessarily think Russ is the best fit for this team, but he only has one more year left. And we're going to have to match contracts, match salaries. And then you look at that and you say, all right, well, maybe we're going to be then stuck with players for, you know, longer periods of time that are absorbing that much money. Is that the best route? But I think the hope is to obviously get some some younger guys that maybe could be better for us, you know, in the long run for a future. Now, that's obviously obviously hard and we don't know if that's possible but let's take a look at some of the the possible trades that have been circling around of course they're just rumors but one of the ones that is you know really heating up is the trade that involves the charlotte hornets which would of course be with gordon hayward and then terry rosier um now of course here's the thing the lakers obviously don't want to get any guys who are injury prone if we all know gordon hayward we know he is just absolutely always injured so i definitely see the concern there but dad that's that's one that's definitely looking like a pretty big possibility what do you think of that potential trade Hannah, I'm I'm not bullish on it, uh, in part for the reason you just mentioned. Gordon Hayward is, of course, a good basketball player, but unfortunately his career has been marred by serious injuries. He hasn't played that many games in recent seasons. You know, and and I like Terry Rozier. I think he's a good player. You know, he can certainly put the ball in the basket from time to time. But I, that that trade doesn't completely excite me, I'll be honest with you. Are there any others out there? There's obviously a lot of potential trade rumors. That one that you think may be a better fit, that you would be more excited if the Lakers were to pursue? Well, there are two other trade possibilities out there that people are talking about. Now, again, these are rumors. Whether they're true or not, I don't know. One is with the New York Knicks for Kemba Walker, Julius Randle, and maybe Mitchell Robinson. Um that might be of some interest to me. I mean, Kemba Walker, of course, was an all-star two or three years ago. He's just his career has really taken a dive, unfortunately, in the last couple of years. But he's still, you know, kind of a good player, good point guard. You know, it'd be funny to get Julius Randle back on the Lakers, but again, um, I'm not sure his skill set. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe, but they need shooters more than a guy like Julius Randle, I think. But the, the, the deal that maybe makes the most sense, and I'm going to let you comment on this, is the one with the Indiana Pacers discussion about Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy Heald. Yeah, I'm in favor for that one, definitely out of the other ones that we mentioned. You know, obviously, Buddy Heald had a had a great season. Um, he was a player that was rumored to potentially be coming uh, to us last offseason. Of course, you know, last minute didn't work out. And then Mac- Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, again, I think is another guy that is a good shooter, I think could be better for this team. They're obviously both younger players. And when you're looking for the Lakers' future, one of the biggest concerns this offseason is going to be that we have to get younger. So, I mean, I think those two guys are much better options. But, Dad, would the Pacers really want to give those two guys up and in order to get Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I think so, Hannah. I think there's a possibility, again, for the reason I mentioned before, one of those guys has a three-year contract. One of them has a two-year contract. So the Lakers would be absorbing that. 
whereas Russell Westbrook and, and, and Indiana, I think, is kind of in a full blown re- rebuilding mode now, I think, for the first time in, in quite some time. So, again, getting a Russell Westbrook for one year with $47 million coming off of your cap space a year from now might be attractive to them. Now, look, Malcolm Brogdon worries me a little bit. He's a very, very good underrated player, but he doesn't stay healthy a lot of the time. He's been injured a lot, and you know I don't want him if he's going to be injured. I want guys who are going to show up and play. And again, whatever you want to say about Russell Westbrook, he shows up and plays every single night. And there's something to be said for that. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how good Anthony Davis is. If he's only going to give us 40 games a season, which is what he gave us this year, what's the point? No, I completely agree. And obviously everything that you know has been said and that I've been hearing is that the Lakers are really going to focus on obviously getting players who now of course you can never be for sure. You just you never know what's gonna happen. But that are, you know, relatively throughout their career have been healthy because obviously we saw injuries honestly the past two years have just decimated this team and really just ruined our season. So I know that moving forward they're gonna they're gonna be extra cautious in making sure that they get guys who notoriously are able to to stay healthy. So I understand Dad you're you're concerned with Malcolm Brogdon there. But I mean at the end of the day when you look at these trade scenarios, I think that package is definitely the one that I'm leaning towards. Uh, I think I agree with you, Hannah. Most likely, most likely, I agree with you. You know, but again, these are rumors. Probably nothing's going to happen for a couple of months till we get to the draft in in late June. Maybe around that time is when trades really start to happen. And uh, you know, maybe there'll be some prizes here. But again, the the thing I want to accomplish with a Westbrook trade is I don't want to take on really bad contracts with players who are not going to be around, guys who are going to be hurt, or players who are not that good. There, there's just no point of, of dumping Russ for that. And I don't want to have to put a, a first round draft pick into the package just to get somebody to take Russell Westbrook. I'm not willing to do that either. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, I w- I want to make sure that we're playing this smart. And we're erring on the side of caution. Again, we, there's really no rush. You know, we have a very, unfortunately, a very long offseason to make sure that we make the right moves. And we've got to think about the Lakers' future. I mean, obviously, we know that this this Lakers team with LeBron James nearing the end of his career is, you know, really in win-now mode. But we also do have to think about the Lakers' future so that when LeBron does retire, you know, we're not in the same boat that we were in, you know, when Kobe retired, you know, a few years prior. Well, Hannah, uh, the Lakers, uh, that, that is a big worry, Hannah. That, that is a big concern that the Lakers are going to go through some really, really dark days ahead when LeBron James retires, maybe even before he retires. Uh, but, you know, right now, and, and that's the reason, I mean, the Lakers front office has to be very, very careful. You don't want to just be frivolous with getting a, get, rid, get rid of more first-round draft picks. And I think you have to, you know, just explore all the possibilities. I, I, you know, this may be a subject for a different podcast, but I think the Lakers may need to consider at least trading Anthony Davis. No, I'm not saying that you do it unless the situation is really, really right. But, you know, if Anthony Davis, as talented as he is, if he's not going to be on the court for at least 70 ball games a year, then I, I just don't think there's much point to keeping him around. Yeah, um, that's definitely a topic. I know a lot of Laker fam has been asking me about that. I know that's one that we have that I definitely want to do a whole show on. So I don't want to dive too much into that. I want to keep this one 
purely more talking kind of about Russ and, and his future with the purple and gold and some potential trade scenarios. Because I know my Laker fam listening, they I think they all kind of want to see him go. But I think at the end of the day, you've got to really be realistic and think about what the best is for this Lakers team moving forward, not just for this next year, but for the, the next you know few years and for our future, of course. So Laker fam, I think that's going to wrap up this show. I'm curious, though, what do you think is the best scenario in terms of Russell Westbrook? Do you think the Lakers should keep him for one more year and just hope, you know, give this team a chance if we can stay healthy, see what we can really do? Or do you think, you know what, it's just not going to work. We got to trade him and we got to get him out of here. Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also message me. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.